Come on everyone, let's talk tech. Alright then, we'll be starting with WWDC. This is Apple's call to all the web developers and that's why it's called Worldwide Developer Conference. And in here, we all get a get a glimpse of what is to come especially on their software front and get an idea of the changes they're gonna bring with the internal hardware and 2020 was a bit special we'll get to see just in a moment starting with the iphones so this time the ios 14 has brought some significant changes and your iphone is going to look a, a bit different and the major reason for that is the addition of widgets to your iPhone widgets have been a part of Android since a very long time but here I think the iPhone's widget has got some appleness to it it's a lot refined and and soon all the other developers will come up with their own widgets and many of them by now have already launched widgets so you'll get to see them on your iPhones and your iPhone is going to be more data rich the next thing is they've added a app library which is an automatic feature that organizes all your apps in a particular section which is at the end of your home screen and it automatically organizes all the apps based on the category it belongs this is something many people wanted and were looking forward to because people hold a lot of apps on their phones and it becomes a bit difficult to navigate the next thing that Apple has come up with is another for since forever existing Android feature it is picture in picture when you have something especially a video running on full screen and you close the app of a sudden the video will minimize and it will be floating around your screen and you can relocate it you can you can move the thing around made it a little bit different than Android where it says letting you minimize the PIP that's picture in picture into a small button on the side of your screen that way you don't have to exist exit the video that is something that Android doesn't have you have to actually uh, close the picture in picture or you have the player within the picture in picture which is kind of an annoying or if you close picture in picture you'll have the track running on on your notifications especially if it's YouTube Apple is coming with more memojis I think that is something that's been a part of Apple since iPhone 10 so we'll we'll see how that and and people people are loving it Memojis is something all the Apple users 
use, especially on apps like WhatsApp and other apps, which is predominantly used by a lot of Android users. It's 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 something which only Apple users send, and when you receive them, you exactly know that it is an Apple user. Alright, so next we can talk about Apple Maps. Apple Maps and Apple's security policies have taken a notch up. So we'll go we'll go through that all all at once. So Apple Map is getting a dedicated map view for cycling and EV users. This is to promote uh, EV users and push people to buy EVs because soon Apple will add a touch of like Apple spice to it so it, it will have to see to it the next thing is the, the privacy feature where if you, if you share your location with an application you don't have to give your exact location you can actually give kind of like if you live in an area let's call it X X is your location but you can give a location of WXY it will it will cover a wider range of the map probably your town or your city and that's a, that's a good thing i mean the people don't need to know your exact location so that's that's a great thing with the privacy policy next apple after a really 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 long time Samsung has been doing this since quite some time, I think. And even their budget phones have come with this feature. And it is called NFC. Enabled Car Lock. So Apple is debuting a digital car key coming in iOS 13 and 14. It will be seen in the new 5 series later this January the new 5 series BMW 5 series and the M5 talking about the BMW M5 and 5 series we also talk about automobile episodes will be running soon because we have some hot news on auto as well so keep up with that uh, you can register your key with the Apple wallet and when you walk up to the enabled car, you can lock, unlock your car via NFC. This is something like BMWs have had a problem because the cars have forever supported Apple CarPlay but have never supported Android Auto. They have just rolled out Android Auto in the BMWs in the second half of 2020 and it's a wireless android auto so that's that's great 
and uh, but the but the catch was that the keyless entry for the BMW the NFC was enabled for Android phones so it was so it was kind of like you need an Android phone to get into the car and you need an iPhone to use the infotainment system but now it has been rectified and that's a good thing for BMW users especially okay the next insane thing I think this is the the feature that I love because many times I have to download apps on on my Android phone just to perform one task and and that's kind of a bummer because it it also requires a lot of mo mobile data and occupies your storage so yeah it's called Apple Clips you don't have to download the app you can just download like a semi version of it or something like that yeah it, it does not download the app in a way but it downloads the app it says the gist is that you won't need to download the full app to be able to gain access to what it offers in addition to being able to make purchases through it via Apple Pay it's it seems if you're someone who doesn't want to download more apps then it is a good feature yeah you don't have to download the app here probably say you just want to make a payment at a store and you can down you can take an Apple clip of that stores application and make the payment in Android we have such a version which is called instant apps but I don't know I've never used it and now we'll take a little audio we'll add some music to it so that we can move to the next segment the pencil input has been improved uh, it alright then now we'll talk about iPads Apple launched the new iPad OS 14 at WWDC this year and it has some sound features now while well, talking about iPads iPads have always tried to get closer to the MacBooks in terms of not in terms of usability in terms of usability and trying to incorporate MacBook uh, features but given it has been tweaked to work with that with the particular form factor that it comes with you know like so we'll, we get to see things like like that like the gesture control has improved Apple is also tweaking a new sidebar as its way of making it much easier to navigate apps it shows it showed during the WWC 
DC with uh, the music app and a couple of other apps. Well, as I was talking about getting closer to MacBook experience in terms of usability and so it's kind of like they are swapping features with with each other. You will see that the sidebar should make it easier without having to touch the screen a lot. I don't understand that. Anyways, moving on. Apple has designed, redesigned search on iPad and it looks reminiscent of the spotlight feature on the Mac OS. It's the search option. So you can search, now you can search contacts, web search, launch functions like launching apps and and obviously will because iPad OS doesn't have a lot to talk about here we will it's 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 something they always talk about like okay this year we have improved the handwriting yes so Apple has improved handwriting it has introduced a new feature with the Apple pencil that's called scribble which allows you to write in any text field with the Apple Pencil then it will be automatically converted to text something I think a lot of students will look forward to it because many people find it easier to I know a lot of people who find it really easier to use a pencil than the magic keyboard or the other keyboard key inputs even the touch panel the feature can automatically detect the context of the information you write like the phone number or the address then direct you to the correct app when it's tapped this feature can also render handwriting in multiple language into text on iPad so you can write in other languages other than English oh. Alright, talking about this, I know a particular friend of mine is actually using this feature to write his exams because of the COVID situation, we have all the exams done online so he uses his iPad to, to write the answers and he writes it using Apple Pencil that, that is something he was telling me a few days back because he's not very comfortable writing the exam with using the old form of the keyboard that he has the previous generation keyboards okay next up we will speak about airpods they're getting a seamless switch feature so suppose you have an ipad and iphone and you're playing a video on your ipad and then you stop playing that and stop playing an, an audio file on your iPhone and your AirPods will recognize that and it will switch devices that's, that's all about the feature it is highly technical but it is a very smooth feature next spatial audio technology is coming to the airpods pro 
So Apple is utilizing the accelerometer in the AirPods Pro. It's only a pro feature to provide spatial audio that tracks your head and your device's location. So it will track the distance because you're wearing the AirPods, it will track where you're looking and where your the screen of your device is located and accordingly it will adjust the audio so it will make it a more immersive sound experience the people who have used it are blown away so if you have airpods pro please go enable this feature and you'll thank me later all right so now we can talk about watch os 7 so the first feature that apple has introduced in the watch os is face swap so it is oh it is an easy way to source new faces probably you might find on an apple watch face on social media and then you can just find it on the developer website and swap it or just get it on your watch maybe when i'll get to see it soon i will talk about it further in another episode next apple watch will track your dance yeah so the apple watch does have a bunch of sensors like accelerometer and gyroscope which will track your movement and it can track your dance yeah no no other company is doing this there's no manufacturer that's doing this and the next feature is sleep tracking which has always been there in other devices but apple is using machine learning to track your sleep it utilizes the apple watch's sensor to track your motion the comparison app on the iphone doesn't require an apple watch to use but your metric will likely be a little more in depth with one so you can input data manually or use an apple watch to track your data and update the application on its own apple didn't dive into the specifications of how it works but we'll have to see how it goes in the future well turns out it is actually good and there's a lot of data and now i think apple watch is making a lot of of sense watch os is making a lot of sense for a lot of people we'll talk about the watch os and the new apple watch 6 in the next episode where these new features 
is will be in handy for people who are more than 40 40 years old because when once someone is 40 i guess your body starts a downward trend and looking after your health becomes important than ever before so s sleep tracking and things like that will come in handy because people start sleeping less as they go grow old uh, next is watch OS can track hand wash so there, the, there are mics that can track the sound of hand washing and it will count the time of your hand wash it will give you a timer and then there will be an upload once you complete the required amount of time to wash your hand and this feature has been introduced because of the pandemic that's going on and at this moment probably the most important thing is maintaining your hygiene next we'll go through this quite briefly because apple has joined hands not to develop a product or service but to establish a standard of uh, home technology or home devices like the google homes and homepod mini and the alexa devices uh, apple has come together with google amazon zigbee and other home device manufacturers and product developers to to establish a standard of products they sell and this is probably after a very long time apple is enabling third party services or or hardware that's the right word not services third party hardware for its apple tv and it's getting multi-user support for apple arcade it will use xbox elite 2 wireless controller and xbox adaptive controllers to play the apple arcade games i guess i was expecting apple to come up with a controller of its own like google did but no they're gonna take xbox support probably more than product decision it was a business decision well well and good for people because there are a lot of xbox controllers out in the market and obviously they will be cheaper to buy or less expensive to buy than if apple had made a controller and moving on apple has introduced picture in picture in tele tv os 14 just like ios all right so we will talk about apple's biggest announcement of wwdc which was introduction of the Big Sur. It's called Mac OS Big Sur. It looks a lot like iOS. That is a good thing. 
on point that is a good thing because there will be a very seamless uh, experience and the transition to another device not in terms of the physical transition of picking up your phone and then moving to the iPad and then turning off the iPad and turning on your laptop not like that but a mental transition will be a lot smoother transition in your head will be a lot smoother because you'll feel like you're using the same device and I think that is what this new look was aimed at it also gets a lot of features that was introduced on iOS 14 and iPad OS 14 like widgets messaging improving grouping and pinning conversations uh, and ability to edit your memoji so memoji is coming to max surprising the next news is apple is announcing its new silicon for its future computers apple will no longer use intel based softwares sorry processors no more intel processors in its devices uh, it has been using it for over a decade now but they've decided to take the transition because of a few reasons i think number one is the cost factor intel processors are expensive they can cost from north of 100 us dollars to around a few hundred dollars and uh, some leaked documents or rumors suggest that the A13 costed Apple $30 to source and manufacture and since they're gonna add the A14 to the new laptops and it will be coming to the new iPads and iPhones and other Apple devices I think the cost will significantly drop because of economics of scale and the next reason is Apple's ARM based chips are now equally or way more powerful than Intel's chipsets so there's a cost to performance ratio which is way better on the Apple chips we'll get to see A14s on the new Apple laptops on November 10th event this is an information which only our users listeners will get is Apple will launch two 13 inch laptops and there is a probability of a new Mac computer to be released so that's the news news and we'll see what else does Apple do for the event yeah when addition to that they launched developer kit for the a with the a13 processor with a processor in it not sure which one with an Apple processor a Mac mini 
will be given to developers for $500 and it will be the developers will have to return these devices back to Apple developers will move towards this uh, phase shift because uh, now a lot of app manufacturers of app developers for Apple have an opportunity to move into the Mac territory which the former uh, developers will not be happy with so Apple will not lose anything on this alright that's it for this episode don't forget to follow this podcast follow us on Instagram and join our channel on Telegram where we can have all the discussions you'll find the link in the description that's it from us goodbye